Welcome to the Weekly Walk Podcast, where we bring you impactful sermons from our vibrant Seventh-day Adventist community in Onalaska, Washington. Join us as we explore faith, hope, and love through engaging sermons and inspiring stories. Whether you're a longtime member or just curious about our beliefs, tune in to find spiritual nourishment and a sense of community in our shared journey of faith. I'm going to share with you a story about an ancient king. The king's name was Alexander the Great, and he lived around 300 BC, and he and his armies, the Grecian armies, conquered the then known world. When he reached, of course, we, see, we identify in Greece, we know that by the thighs of brass of that great metal man that King Nebuchadnezzar dreamed about in Daniel 2, right? When he reached Asia, he realized there was no more countries to conquer. And tradition or history says that he cried. He was a skilled warrior and leader. Beside being a great general, he was also a compassionate ruler. Every year he set aside one day that he called Compassion, Compassionate Day. Randomly chosen people were allowed to come and make special requests in his presence. They could ask for whatever they wanted or needed, and he would grant their requests. Most people came that were selected and asked for food or clothes or money for medication, these sorts of things. One year, there was a man who dared to ask for more. Speaking through the king's spokesperson, this man shared his request. Can you please tell the king that I want a large palace? And I want, but before the man could continue, the king's spokesperson interrupted him with irritation. What impertinence! Don't you see all these people asking for food and medicine? How dare you think that you can ask the king for a palace? The man continued earnestly. I want the palace to include a large banquet hall where I can host a celebration because I have lots of friends. And I want the palace to be well furnished and I want a special meal to be prepared. At this point, King Alexander saw the commotion and heard it. What does the man desire? He inquired of his spokesperson. The spokesperson reluctantly turned toward the king and came forward, whispering in low tones that only the king could hear. King, I'm afraid to tell you this. I can't believe how unreasonable this man is. And I know you will be upset. But he's asking for a palace. Not only does he have the audacity to ask for a palace, but he's asking that you'd make a large banquet hall in this palace because he evidently has a lot of friends. And he wants the whole thing to be fully furnished and supplied with food. I'm so sorry. I know this is such an unreasonable request, and I tried to get him to ask for something more reasonable, but he persisted. King Alexander paused for a moment. Then with a large smile on his face, he turned toward the petitioner and enthusiastically replied, Request granted. Come on. The spokesperson looked at the king in astonishment. How can you grant such an outrageous request? He asked in shock. The king replied, smiling. You see, all these people are asking for food, for medicine, and for many other run-of-the-mill things. They think these are the only things that I can give. 
but they don't need a king to give them these things. Anyone with extra resources could give them these things to them. But this man, this man, he's the first man that's really made me feel like the king I am. For only I grant, only I can grant such a request. Because this man dared to ask for more, the king was delighted to grant his request. Amen. Amen. Turn my your Bibles with me to the book of Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 3. We're going to look at a couple of texts here. Have your Bibles handy. Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20. Ephesians 3, verse 20. Hear those pages turning? That's good. Common text, the well-known text. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. Amen. What a promise. Amen. Abundantly above all that we ask or even think according to the power that works in us. What a God we serve. Yes, he wants to be generous with us. Amen. Yes. Turn to 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians, we're going to look at 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9 along the same thought process. 1 Corinthians 2 verse 9. Again, a common text. But as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man, the things which God has prepared for those who love Him. Yeah. Isn't that going to be a great day? Can we experience Amen. Amen. what He's got planned for us? I'm looking forward to that day, and I'm sure each one of you are as well. Amen. And then Jeremiah 29, 11, which was our focus. He's got a future and a hope for us planning. Let's turn there again and just look at it. Jeremiah 29, and we'll read it again. Such a great passage. It's one of my favorites. 29.11 For I know, I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you a future and hope. And the next verse is a great promise. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me and I will listen to you, hearken to you. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. God wants to be found. Are you searching for God today? Amen. He loves us. He wants to be found. Yes. He wants to give us so many blessings. Amen. Why do we so often settle for superficial blessings when we serve the king of the universe? Why do we settle for living maybe three inches below the waterline, barely surviving spiritually when God is longing to give us so much more? Things can't continue as they have been any longer. We need a much deeper experience, spiritual experience than we have had yet imagined possible. We need a much deeper prayer life. We need a much deeper faith in God's word. We also need to take heed of the gift of the spirit of prophecy contained in the writings of Ellen White. We know that we're the world around us, it seems like the wheels are falling off. Mm -hmm. And before we know it, we could be in the middle of the little time of trouble and then the big time of trouble. 
You know, the reality is that we've often settled for being spiritual dwarfs when God is calling us, modern-day Israel, to become spiritual giants standing in the gap, interceding for the lost. We're sitting right here. This is nice and comfortable. We've got a community out here that needs to know what we know. Is that not right? It's true. If we've experienced the love of God, we need to express that to others. And God in his love has given us his prophetic books so that we can be prepared for what's coming, not scared. He's coming soon, and we need to sound that, sound that trumpet. Amen? You know, unfortunately, Satan knows the power that there is in God's word. Mm -hmm. He knows that the power that exists when we pray. In fact, he knows better than most Christians the unlimited spiritual possibilities that are within our grasp if we look to God in faith. <clears throat> because of this, he will do anything he can to keep us from genuine faith-filled prayer. Mm. At the sound of fervent prayer, Satan's whole host trembles. They tremble because they know they will suffer loss. A quote from the Great Controversy, page 519, paragraph 2, and it's taken from the chapter called The Snares of Satan. I've used it before, but it's such a powerful quote. Satan well knows. Satan well knows that all whom he can lead to neglect prayer and the searching of the scriptures will be overcome by his attacks. Therefore, he invents every possible device to engross the mind. I don't know about you, but I know I struggle with that yeah. at times. Yeah. There's so much electronic noise around us, devices that can use it for time, and, and uh, instead of seeking him and spending time with him, or in other profitable areas. He invents every possible device. You'd think this was a, she was talking, she knew where, where we're living, right? All the devices. This device, she was referring to another, you know, avenues that he does. But the devil's no dummy. He knows his time is short. So whatever distractions he can get us from distracting us for time with God and prayer time, he will he will use to, to capture, capture our attention. Right. Seems like she saw right into our time, That's our right. future here with this. Did she predict the times that we are living in right now? Yeah. We have so many electronic devices that engross our minds that we use up our time so we don't have the time or sense our need of spiritual things. Yeah. Are we going to allow Satan to distract us and our children from spending time in his word and in prayer? Are we going to allow him to take our time to fill our minds with so much digital noise that we have no time or desire to seek his face? How can we counteract the devil's devices? Ministry of Healing, page 509. Just one sentence here. Prayer and faith will do what no power on earth can accomplish. Amen. Prayer and faith will do what no power on earth can accomplish. Please consider the following statement from Volume 9 of Manuscript Releases, page 303, on the power of united prayer. We are encouraged to pray for success with the divine assurance that our prayers will be heard and answered. If two, or two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them 
of my Father which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. That's a reference to Matthew 18, 19, and 20. The promise is made on condition that the united prayer of the church is offered. And in answer to these prayers, there may be expected a power greater than that which comes in answer to private prayer. Mm -hmm. Private prayer is important, like personal devotion. But there's something about corporate prayer. Listen to this next line. This is just the tail end of this quote. The power given will be proportionate to the unity of members and their love for God and for one another. Did you catch that? Yes. The power will be given in proportion to the unity of members and their love for God and one another. Amen. Do you think that God is going to bestow his power on a congregation that is being negative or critical of each other? Maybe the pastor, maybe one of the elders, maybe the conference, maybe the general conference. The devil wants us to look to be critical of those that are put in, in administrative power. They're not perfect, but we shouldn't have critical spirits towards them. In order to be prepared for the gift of the Holy Spirit, what has to happen? Turn with me. Turn with me to a passage here in Chronicles, another beautiful, well-known passage. Second Chronicles chapter 7, and uh, we're going to read one verse here. Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. This gives us the prescription of how God is going to answer our prayers. If my people, if my people who are called by my name, that's us, we identify as Seventh-day Adventist Christians. If my people who are called by my name will what? Humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Amen. That is powerful, isn't it? Yes, it is. There's an if-then here. Three conditions. We humble ourselves. God values humility. Christ mentioned it many times throughout the Gospels. We need to humble ourselves, realize our need of our Savior and our Heavenly Father. Take time and pray, which is seeking His face. Pray and seek His face. And the third part's important. We can't expect God to hear and intervene for us if we're hanging on to sin in our lives. It says, turn, turn, go the other direction, be converted, turn from our wicked ways. Amen. Then God will hear our prayers from heaven. He's longing to forgive us. Jesus paid the price of Calvary for each one of us, all of our sins. He will forgive our sins and heal our land. Boy, does our land ever need healing. Yes, it does. Isn't it? So much division, so much conflict. I don't know, there's so much buzz out there about uh, World War III breaking out. You know what I mean? With all this unrest in Israel and the Muslims and the... And, uh, the missiles going on the ships that are trying to get by in, uh, in the sea there, close to close to Israel there. It's just unbelievable what we're seeing play out in front of us. We need this healing. 
Amen. We need to humbly request an anointing with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. What great things could God accomplish through this Holy Spirit power in our hearts? Were we ready to receive it? While public prayer, prayer cannot replace secret prayer, neither can private prayer replace the power of a congregation in prayer. The two should work hand in hand. A couple of quotes I want to share with you. I'm going to share a couple of quotes, and then we're going to have a time of prayer. This is where the 10 days of prayer, so how can we not involve, after sharing these thoughts, have a time of prayer for us together here as a congregation. Review and Herald, March 19, 1895. The descent of the Holy Spirit upon the church is looking forward to as in the future, but it is the privilege of the church to have it now. Seek for it. Pray for it. Believe for it. We must have it, and heaven is waiting to bestow it. Powerful quote, isn't it? Yes, sir. And Patriarchs and Prophets, page 203. The greatest victories to the Church of Christ or to the individual Christian are not those that are gained by talent or education, by wealth or favor of men. They are those victories that are gained in the audience chamber with God yeah. when earnest, agonizing faith lays hold upon the mighty arm of power. Amen. End of quote. Amen. God wants to hear from us. Amen. He wants to, just as King Alexander was happy to bestow this man's request because the king was the only one that could have uh, granted such an audacious request. I'm saying we're going to spend some time in corporate prayer Amen. this morning. Amen. Uh, Seth and James, if you guys can line up uh, the mics, the, the, the handheld mics. We're going to uh, position ourselves. I'm going to come down and join you in prayer. And uh, we're just going to take a few minutes mm -hmm. to have prayer together. Mm -hmm. Now, not everyone maybe feels comfortable, right. but even hearing others' prayer corporately can be powerful in our journey. And it's been a, it's been a, uh, a blessing for the last nine days to participate and hear the prayers and to pray together. So we're going to do that as, as we end the service here today. Um, I'm just going to come down here. I'm going to invite you, if you're comfortable or you're able, to join me in kneeling if you would like. You want to remain seated, that it's fine as well. We're going to go through a bit of a process. And... Uh, We'll, we'll take time recognize God who he is and yes. thanking him and praising him. Yeah. Then we'll transition, and it'll be clear when we transition, we'll transition to a time when we do some personal reflection and uh, uh, allow the Holy Spirit to reveal if there's any wicked ways or sin in our lives that we need to lay before the King of the universe and Jesus. And then we'll put our requests in as well. I've heard a lot of requests during prayer and praise time. But now we're actually going to be able to pray together. So let's just bow our heads and we'll enter in this. And if you have a if you have a scripture you'd like to pray, if you have a little chorus you'd like to sing, uh, that's always beneficial as well. 
um, can add to the spiritual blessing that we corporately uh, experience today. Father in heaven, what an awesome God you are. Thank you for the provision that you made with your Son and the Holy Spirit to be, to save us from our sins. This is a demonstration of love that we can bear hardly comprehend. We praise your name. And uh, just if you would like to pray, just raise your hand and uh, one of the twins will get a, a mic into your hands and those that are online can hear our prayer time as well. Behold thou desires truth and the inward part and in the hidden part thou shalt make me to know wisdom. Purge me with hither up and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me to hear joy and kindness at the bones my thou hast broken and rejoice. Oh, Father, that has been one that, um, Dar was asking for us to pray, and um, I remember singing that with a family that taught me a lot of scripture songs, and um, it's true, Father. We desire the truth in the inward parts, the deepest parts of our soul, and um, we just want to praise you first, Father, because you created the heaven and the earth, and you named all the stars in heaven, and you put them all in place. <coughs> You made the sun, the moon, and the stars. <laughs> Everything has a purpose and a plan, and every person has a purpose and a plan. And um, Brother Victor has said that each one of us, none of, nobody can take our shoes, that we all have something to do. And so we just thank you, Father, that you placed us all together in this church. And I pray, you, Father, that we can come together in the unity of the faith I've been praying this for a very long time, but um, I just pray, Father, that we can be under one banner in the unity of the faith to be able to be a witness to our um, community, okay. be able to work together and strive together and pray together. Yes. Because mm -hmm. this time that we're living in needs that. Mm -hmm. And so we just praise you and thank you, Father, for what you're doing for each one of us. In mm -hmm. Jesus' name. Oh, and we also ask for provision for Peru. And um, we just thank you, Father, for the opportunity to shine for you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <coughs> yeah, just raise your hand, and uh, the boys will get the money to you. Well, um, yeah, uh, this is uh, a time for each one of us uh, to recognize uh, how as individual coming together, uh, the, all, making, making the parts uh, of the whole, and how uh, as uh, as the uh, as the sermon uh, pointed out here that there is and through the word there's there's great greatness in number and. And it's proportionate to to uh, 
how much love there is for one another. So, so critical, so important. Uh, I, I did not personally, Father, know, you know me, you know that I, my experience, my growing up experience, I did not uh, have full knowledge of love. And uh, still, I, I, Father, I, I still call upon you to, to, to information, give me the information, Father, the experience of love, the word love. But I, but I also pray, Father, that that as we as as a group, as a unit, that we are able to um, to bring together uh, that that experience, Father, that uh, would would allow us to grow and to have the faith and the confidence to yes to ask for more. What a wonderful, uh, wonderful message that was for us, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Jesus. Holy name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, thank you for being our friend. Thank you for being our comforter. It's easy to turn on the TV and see the calamities that are taking place upon the world, wars and rumors of wars. Lord, I ask that you please be with as many people as you can in the world, as many people who are as accepting of you as possible. Lord, um, because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and you be there to find it, Father, is something that you said. Lord, so please, I beg of you, please keep us on that narrow path as much as you were able, because ultimately it really is up to us as to how much time we would like to spend with you, Father. Again, it is easy to get distracted. Please give us the strength, give us the willpower to keep marching on in the path that you have set for us. Spirit, lead me when my trust is without borders. Let me walk upon the waters wherever you have called me. Take me deeper than my Take me deeper than my feet could ever wander, and my faith would be made stronger in the presence of my Savior. Thank you so much for your great majesty, your steadfast throne that you have placed in the heavens. That and your great wisdom of uh, allowing the great controversy to unfold, that there will never be sin again in this uh, universe that you have created. So we uh, bless you, thank you, and we praise you for who you are. And we ask that we may be like you, Jesus, in your name. Amen. Father, Father in heaven, we're we're. Uh, grateful of what you accomplished for us on the cross and what that represents to us. First uh, John 1 9 uh, tells us that if we are if we confess our sins, you are faithful and just to forgive us our sins, and not only that, but to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So Lord, as part of that 2 Corinthians 7.14, we're called upon to humble ourselves, pray and seek your face, and turn from our wicked ways. We're going to take a few moments of personal reflection time 
Allow your Holy Spirit to shine into our hearts and lives and reveal the things that we need to lay at the foot of the cross. We need to ask forgiveness for, and we're asking for your cleansing. God is so good. God is so good. God is so good. He's so good to me. He took my sins. He took my sins. He took my sins. He's so good to me. Now I am free. Now I am free. Now I am free. So good to me. Let's put the three together. God is so good. He took my sins. Now I am free. So good to me. Lord, we know you've given us a work to do. And uh, thank you for this cleansing. Thank you that we can lay our sins uh, on the foot of your cross and you can free us from that burden. You say, come unto me, all ye who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. We don't need to be carrying those burdens of sin anymore on our backs. You want to give us the rest and the freedom from that. Lord, I pray that you empower this congregation to be sensitive to your Holy Spirit as to how we can share your love with our community. Um, I pray you bless the upcoming um, health offering at, uh, at the uh, Salcom Library. I pray that the public will come and avail themselves of the, uh, the good information that will be shared there and all the other things that we offer. I pray that people's hearts will be open and they will come and avail themselves of uh, truth and uh, a knowledge of how great we love each one. Father in heaven, I think of, in your word, Daniel, Ezekiel, faithful prophets, faithful watchmen, whose work was to sigh and to cry as they opened your word and looked at how your people had strayed from the ancient paths. And here in these last days, I know from your message to this church that there does come a time where we look at our past and at our history and we sigh and we cry. And part of this experience in a corporate sense has to do with the ministry of intercession as Daniel did. As children, as men, as women, we all come together we have been promised that we have nothing to fear for the future except to forget our past. And so I pray for the efforts of the teachers, of the evangelists, of the pastors, of all those who are giving the time to raise up an understanding of the old paths, that we might be able to enter into a consecration as Ezra and Nehemiah did, not to leave that which you have established. And I pray that you will bless 
this local church with a sincere appreciation for the truth uh, that Jesus declared will make us free. Thank you very much for these 10 days of pleading, of praying, of crying out unto you. And as, as we have sung, and we do believe, uh, you have cleansed us, and you want us, and you have made us to be free. Now may we stand forth in that freedom. Bless especially those who may be hurting, things that have been done to them that have been painful, whether young with the old, it does not matter. I pray that you will please bring healing to the wounded soul. Thank you so much for all your care and love bestowed upon us. Thank you that you have a wonderful plan for this little church in the country. May we all be a part of that plan. In Jesus' name, amen. Dear Father, I pray that each one of us will seek you first so that we will have such an intimate relationship with you that we will not help but want to share our testimony with others. And then I pray, Lord, that you will also help us to see the opportunities that you present in our paths and that we will trust that you will equip us with whatever is necessary for us to take these opportunities. And Lord, I pray for the people in our community that are looking for something better. I pray that you will prepare divine appointments Amen. for us Amen. so that we can be witnesses for you. Amen. Lord, we want you to come soon, but we know we need to do our part. Forgive us where we have failed you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Help us to just put our trust in you and move forward in faith and do whatever it is that you call us to do. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, uh, we can see the turmoil around us and the world and in our families and in our lives, and we ask that you will give us, help us to be Christ-like and give us the spirit of Christ. And uh, we see that the spirit of the dragon is in the world. Help it not to be in our church and amongst us. The spirit of the dragon is persecution, backbiting, uh, unbrotherly love. Let us have the Spirit of the Father as Christ had the Spirit of the Father with his disciples. There was one amongst him, dear Heavenly Father. And let us um, be Christ-like and treat our brethren as he treated uh, Judas, that their own demise will be um, brought upon by their own sorrow. But let us not uh, be downgraded and let us be uplifted with his love and to show love to all our brethren that they, the world might see in us the love of Christ 
and the reflection of the Spirit and the Father in us. Amen. So, dear Heavenly Father, I pray that um, your Holy Spirit will come and abide in each one of us and that we might show this spirit of love and non-compromising in truth and righteousness, that we might be standards and light bearers to the world and to our brethren. We pray for uh, your strength and care for uh, each little one and each elderly and uh, direct our paths and our footsteps in your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Dear Father, dear Father in heaven, my prayer is that as we approach these last days, and they can be fearful, it's going to be an awesome time, mm -hmm. that you will prepare our hearts and train us to hear your voice above all the other voices that will cry out to us, mm -hmm. that we may be strengthened, that our relationship with you will be as you desire it to be as we desire it to be, that we will be strong in you. For no matter how strong we will to do the right thing, no matter how much we desire to do the right thing, it's not going to be possible for us without you working in us. We must totally depend upon you for all that we are going to be going through. Be our strength. We, we praise you, Lord. And ask your blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Father in heaven, I just want to thank you and praise you for giving us the Sabbath. For it uh, reminds us of our origin where we will um, know that we belong to you, Lord, and that you own us. Help us to not forget that and our identity because when we lost our identity, that's when we are in trouble. We ask that you keep us in our directions and in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Into my heart, into my heart, come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Come in today. To stay, come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Out of my heart, out of my heart, shine out of my heart, Lord Jesus. Shine out today. Shine out always, shine out of my heart, Lord Jesus. Father in heaven, we want you, we need you, we humble ourselves before you. We've opened our hearts in confession to you, you've forgiven us our sins, we're seeking your face. Lord, forgive us, heal us, unite us, so we can be empowered with your Holy Spirit to do the work you've called us to do. 
Lord, as we wrap up our prayer time here together, let's just focus on you. We'll sing one more chorus. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will grow strangely in, in the light of his glory and grace. What precious time this has been to corporately lift our hearts up and you see to you, Lord. And we know you hear us. You want to answer us. You want to bless us. Let us dare to ask for more. And I'm just going to pray a, a scripture found in uh, Romans 15, 13, as we close. Now may God, the source of hope, fill us completely with joy and peace because we trust in you so that we may overflow with confident hope through the power of your Holy Spirit. Thank you for attending us here. Thank you for your many blessings. Go with us now into our fellowship luncheon. Bless the food we're going to consume. Bless our fellowship. Bless our time as we go through the 10th offering of the 10 days of prayer this afternoon. And thank you for hearing our prayers and for your love. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us on this journey through faith and community. As we conclude today's episode, we encourage you to carry the spirit of fellowship and compassion into your week ahead. Remember, in On Alaska and beyond, let's continue to spread love and understanding, reflecting the teachings of Christ in all that we do. If you ever find yourself in the neighborhood, feel free to stop in and say hi. We will gladly share a meal with you. Till next week.